When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark is brought to you by Pluckers Wing Bar. If you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. Windstar World Casino and Resort. It's always a good time. Rico Technology, empowering Texas athletics to focus on forward. Rico, imagine change. The University Co-op. Get ready for game day and support student success at UT Austin by shopping at the Co-op. Texas Lottery. Longhorn fans, play Texas Lottery today. The Texas Lottery proudly supports Texas education and veterans. Now, here's the voice of the Longhorns, Craig Way. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark. Texas Longhorns, 1-0, and we welcome you back here to Pluckers, the West Campus location here in Austin for our program, which is brought to you by the Texas Lottery as well. 1-0 always has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? It sure does. It's a lot better than 0-1, I have to say that. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was uh, what an awesome day, wasn't it? Uh, 
great great turnout from the crowd uh for as hot as it was the energy was was electric i thought our guys came out and uh overcame a little kind of early jitters and uh performed well for for four quarters and it would have been i guess reasonable to expect maybe the guys might be feeling a little bit of jitters with a full stadium for the first time i mean that 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 hit everybody i thought in a big way i think so you know and and some of the stuff when you look at it um you know we didn't fit a couple runs really well early in the game uh the big punt return for the touchdown you know we get a block in the back and we have kind of a foolish penalty crack back block in which our guys know we've been teaching since day one you can't do uh, and then just a lack of execution the first three plays offensively. So what I loved was our ability to settle down, our, our ability to kind of just um, recalibrate, get ourselves settled in. You know, they got the field goal, and then we really started to play the rest of the game. Would it be safe to say that that it's a, one of the uh, not only common things to say, but I guess it's a good thing when you can come out of the first game, A, with a victory, but then say we've got a win, uh, we, have a, we played pretty well, but we know we have some things to work on. I mean, you, you, you don't expect to be a finished product uh, after September 4th. No, no, no question. And you think about it, too, you know, new staff, right, new schemes on all in all three phases, some guys playing more than they've ever played before, fans back in the stands. And so, um, but what came out of it was we knew there's every game there's corrections. There's every game there's things, man, we, we need to fix this, X, Y, Z. But everything that came out of the game, really for us, it's fixable. And that, that's the beauty of it. It's like, okay, we can hone in on these things. And whether they all get fixed perfectly this week, I don't know. But if we can start you know, chopping wood at those things and, and cleaning some things up, we should play even a better brand of football. I know you were asked this in the press conference on Monday. You weren't exactly shocked by anything you, you saw, certainly even really significantly surprised, right, by what you no, saw, really, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. Really wasn't. You know, I was I was probably the most disappointed in the penalties. Um, I think we got called for three holding penalties on the offensive line and tight ends. Uh, I shouldn't put it all on the O-line. Um, all of which were probably penalties. You know, we always argue as coaches, ah, oh, that's not a hold or <laughs> yeah, that right. wasn't at the point of attack. But the reality of it is we held them. Um, the penalties on the punt return, one of them for sure, that was a penalty. The roughing the quarterback, that, that was a penalty. So those things are controllable for us, that we can fix those things up. And not only do they change points on the scoreboard, not only do they change field position, but they change circumstances in the game. You know, we, we can't expect week in and week out to play first and 20 football and then convert third and longs and extend drives because that's what happens Saturday. We have to put ourselves in more manageable third down situations. I've long been a fan of hearing coaches talk about when they get guys in the film room where they're looking back at the cutups on things and then you have that light comes on moment for them. And I've always been curious to get the thoughts of coaches. Do you see some of that? Did you see some of that from your guys? Not necessarily uh, just exclusive to the penalties, but but other little mistakes here and there that they see it, the big eye in the sky doesn't lie, they see it on tape, and all of a sudden then it, it registers a little better. Well, I, I would agree, but I also think as coaches, we get what we emphasize. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes some of those things that maybe came up, maybe we weren't emphasizing as much as coaches. So we have to, we have to shoulder that too. Um, you know, were we really emphasizing where our hand placement was on the offensive line? Were we really emphasizing, you know, what to do with a DB when a quarterback releases the ball? And, yes, we may say it, 
but are we emphasizing it? Are we practicing it? And so ultimately, I think we get what we emphasize, we get what we coach, and, and hopefully we can clean some of those things up. Is, is that to, to follow up on your example, for example, with the offensive line, that you and Coach Flood getting together, whatever, Sunday morning the next day or afternoon or whatever, and going back over, this is what we're, we're wanting to do to make sure to emphasize once you get the guys back in the meeting? Yeah, without a doubt. We, we meet as a staff first, um, and I, I meet with all three phases separately. So I'll meet with the, with the offensive staff, review the game. Uh, then I meet with the defensive staff, review the game, and every individual player and how many plays and production and, and all of that, then scheme. Then I meet with special teams, and we do that actually as an entire staff. And then kind of go through the whole thing, and then we know what we want to emphasize, and then I get my points across. Then we meet with the players after that. So it gives everybody as a staff to get on the same page because it may be, you know, Coach Banks or, or Coach Flood talking to a tight end that may not, you know, it comes from somebody different. Sometimes that has as, as much of weight as anything. It's the old adage, your parents can tell you to do something, you know, to you're blue in the face. As soon as a coach or a teacher tells you to do it, you know, as a kid, we do it at that point. So sometimes coming from a different place uh, is helpful as well. Safe to say uh, that block in the back, uh, penalty holding on a on punt return notwithstanding, you felt pretty good about your special teams? We really did. You know, I, I felt for, for Cam on the first field goal, you know, I felt like on the field he rushed it a little bit, um, which, you know, maybe he did. I didn't think we got a great snap on it, and so the mark on the hold was a little off. Um, but what a day he had. I mean, just bombing the punts, kickoffs out of the end zone, comes back, makes the field goal after that. A longer uh, one. Yeah, a longer one, needless to say. And, and uh, you know, even, even we got the one long punt return from DJ that gets called back. We turn right around, and uh, Xavier Worthy ends up with about an 18-yard punt return. So I think in all phases, it was pretty good, not to mention the blocked extra point by yep. Coburn. So we've put a lot of emphasis there. We think that that is a strong suit of our team that's going to give us a chance to you know, win a game or two just in that phase alone, and uh, I think we're seeing that, you know, those dividends paying off. I, I'm going to guess that this is when you, you feel a little bit uh, uh, gratified is when you have – a player like Keandre, who joined us on the postgame show, and I asked him about the block extra point. And I said, have you ever blocked one before? And he goes, no, never. I'm going to say never. I never did. He goes, but you know, Coach Banks was telling us and telling us, if you're going low, get your arms up, get your arms up. I'm not going to say I didn't believe him. He goes, but I'm definitely saying I believe him now. And he goes, and by the way, it hurt. Because <laughs> my hand got a little bit numb up there. But, it sound, but it's got to be gratifying to hear players say, Coach so-and-so told me if we do this, it'll work out, and it worked out. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of across the board, hopefully, for our players. You know, that um, whether it was our psychological approach going into the game, whether it was some of the schemes on offense, defense, or special teams, or even a coaching point to a specific player, to, to your point on Coburn, that, you know, that they're starting to see, you know, we're not going to lead you down a path that we don't think will put you in a position to be successful. And that's been a common theme for us as a coaching staff. And uh, to hear that kind of comment come out of one of our leaders, um, that, that's a great sign. Well, it, it, this goes back to something we talked about last week, something you've been asked about quite a bit, is the investment that you and the coaching staff have made into the players the trust factor that they have to glean from you and vice versa, that sort of thing. So this is a process. I know it's been a process, but now that you have a game under belt, is that another box that gets checked there in terms of that trust factor when things 
get uh, manifest themselves in a positive way. Well, I think so. And then, you know, what, what hopefully comes out of this is now when a player is maybe questioning something or, you know, we work on something in, in the meeting room or on the practice field and he gets in the locker room and he starts to question it, one of those guys that has really started to figure it out, hey, I can trust the coaches. He told me X, Y, and Z, and it came true. He all of a sudden starts to be that voice of reason to other players in the locker room. And that's that's the, the, the key to the drill, right? That's when, when you get it, then the locker room starts to promote it and promote it within one another as well as with the coaches. And I think that's the... You know, that's the path that we're on. That's the journey that we're on. And, and the sooner we get there, the better off we're going to be. And, and I would imagine also that the, the message then in that moment of, of, of a little bit of a team euphoria coming out of the victory in the locker room, you're wanting them to enjoy it. Then you get into that whole 24-hour rule thing about to enjoy it, process it, and then we shelve it and move forward. Well, exactly right. And that's, you know, that's what I told the team after the game. Hey, you know. Every week, you know, we, we have a mantra, you know, every week is the biggest game of the, of the week, right? And we want to make sure we're putting forth the right amount of energy into that game specific. And part of that is you got to enjoy the opportunity that we have and that we played a good game at our home stadium in front of our fans. Uh, we won the ball game. But when we get back to work, all right, we're going to celebrate the guys that played good, the scout team players that played good and so on and so forth. But we're also then going to, make the transition and all that happens in one meeting and we literally put one game to bed and we open up a new chapter to the season which is the next week's ball game and then we got to start we got to start reinflating our balloon um you know we, we, we talked a lot about the team you know you go into a game and your balloon is full and that thing is it's got the right amount of pressure it doesn't pop because if there's too much pressure it's the right amount of pressure but by the end of the game that balloon almost deflates itself right and we got to make sure we reinflate that balloon for the next Saturday because we don't want to come out flat. But again, we don't want the pressure to be too much. And so that's been the messaging this week that, that we understand it's a new week. we got to reinflate the balloon and, and come Saturday at 6 o'clock. That, balloon, that balloon's got to be just right for us to go out and perform. So then I would take it then you felt that you saw that in your guys' eyes when they came back to work Sunday, when they came back, uh, back to the field house on Sunday about being able to process it and move forward. They were eager to get back to work. Well, we actually, it's Monday morning. We, That's we, right, we Monday. Go, we go yeah, Monday right, mornings, right. and they, they sure seem like it. And um, they seem really intent. They know we're getting ready to play a really good opponent on the road from the, from the Southeastern Conference, a traditional, you know, old-school rival from the Southwest Conference. They, they, they recognized it all. Um, and we had, we've had some really good practices. I mean, Tuesday and Wednesday for us, as you know, are, are our most difficult days, and they're tough, they're hard. We make them that way so that we can play really well Saturday, and I think the guys understand all of that. So they've, they've put in the work. Um, we've got we've to start polishing up here tomorrow and Friday to get ourselves ready to go. All right. Uh, coming up, we'll uh, talk more about this particular Longhorn team. We'll more look back at the win over Louisiana, and we'll be looking ahead to the matchup with the Arkansas Razorbacks. I want to remind Longhorn fans that luck happens with the Texas Lottery. Congratulations to Deborah Gonzalez, who won Longhorn prizes and Texas Lottery scratch tickets. Luck could happen to you, too. Play Texas Lottery today. This is Longhorn Weekly with head coach Steve Sarkeesian. Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark from Pluckers, the West Campus location, presented by the Texas Lottery. We'll continue here on the Longhorn Network and all across the state of Texas on the Longhorn Radio Network from Learfield. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. 
catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. We welcome you back to Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark, Premier Pluckers, the West Campus location here in Austin and presented by the Texas Lottery. Okay, i uh, got a couple of questions uh, for you here before we get into some other topics. Uh, our number one fan here, Gene, would like you to give a little in-depth explanation on the naming of your edge rushers, your Jack, your Buck, when you four three three four and how it and how it relates to the opponent and how you work it. Right. So when we are in our base defensive package, um, we technically are a four down front operation with three linebackers. Now we pull that front to where it can play as an odd front or a four down front. But our Sam linebacker, uh, Ovi, is our Sam. Jacoby Jones is really that jack. They kind of play opposite and... Or Ray Thornton can play there, and Jacoby Jones now plays that kind of end position. But the majority of football nowadays is played in what is your nickel package, and our Sam linebacker comes out. Anthony Cook comes in and plays our star or our nickel, and our two outside, whether you want to call them defensive ends, outside linebackers, we just named them edge because that's really what they are. They're the edge of our defense, and they're kind of interchangeable based on the call where we can play four down or three down out of that. And, and Ovia Gofu has really emerged as one of the most interchangeable guys you have, hasn't he? He really has. He's a really versatile guy. You know, I was lucky enough, I guess, to have played against him <laughs> last year when he was at Notre Dame. And so we had a little bit of insight of who he was as a player. Um, you know, he's a linebacker by trade, but his probably the strength of what he does is you know, the, the the physicality plays with at the line of scrimmage and then rushing the passer, which really incorporates more of 
the defensive end body type or style of play. So he fits really well with us when you start talking about what an edge is in our defense. Well, since we're on the subject of linebackers, I know we brought up Luke Brockermeyer's name last week. Uh, and then, of course, he follows it up by playing really well in his first start. You were asked about him again on Monday, and you said he's earned everything he's gotten, everything he's been given, he's he's earned it. And, and he's emerging not only as a, a really good story for your football team, but I think one of the really good stories in college football of a guy who finds his own way and finds a way to make it work. Really cool story. Um, you know, and I know we touched on this last week, but last week, but just the legacy with a, with his father here being an All-American and and all that and then and then him, you know, really walking on. And you know, in comes a new coaching staff and you never know what that's going to be like for you and you know, I don't think he blinked. He just went to work. He kept grinding. He um, I think he's got a really good relationship with coach Choate. And I think that bond is, is important and special. And then I think he earned the respect of the other guys in his in his room first, whether it was uh, DeMarvion or Benda or Ford or all those guys were kind of like, man, Luke's really good. Luke's playing really good. And then that started to spread to the defense and then to the team. Uh, and then ultimately come Saturday, the guy's got, you know, 10-plus tackles. He's got half a sack. He's got a, a TFL and, um, and a really tough game because Louisiana made it hard. Louisiana made it very difficult on our linebackers because of all of the formations, all of the personnel groupings, all of the shifting, the motioning, the double motions, and he's the guy communicating on defense, and there was a lot of communication that had to happen, so uh, Luke had a heck of a game. And, and I thought it was a really telling comment from DeMarvian Overshone who said uh, this week, it, when we watched him with scout team last year, he, he's one of those guys that you would look at and say, he doesn't look like a walk-on. He doesn't play like a walk-on. Because I, I know everybody has their mind set on what a walk-on is. But as a coach, and you've been in it a long time, you see now some guys bridge that gap and really got to transform themselves. They really, He really has. And, and the beauty of it for us, what an inspiring story for the kids that are walk-ons on our team right now to say, hey, there's no ceiling for you. You know, you, you're going to earn what you get in this program, whether you're a scholarship kid, whether you're a, a walk-on kid, whether you're a five-star kid, a two-star kid, you earn what you get. Here's a living example. This kid came in as a walk-on. He's now our starting middle linebacker. He starts on special teams. Um, and that should be inspiring to those guys, especially the new ones in our program, to say, hey, well, I – I'm going to get what I get because I've earned it, and they're going to give me the opportunity to do that. And when you're flanked by guys like Ovi and then DeMarvian, not only does it make him better, he's making them better too. Without right? a doubt. He communicates so well. He's so smart, very high football IQ. And uh, I was joking with him the other day just about, yeah, he has, he's flanked by those two guys, but he's also got two pretty good guys in front of him <laughs> yeah. in, in Ojemo and Coburn. So that's a good place to be. Well, that's where I was going next. Uh, we talked about Keandre with the blocked extra point, but in terms of the play of your interior defensive line, I know you were pretty pleased with what you saw Saturday. I was. Um, you know, I, I, I challenge these guys all the time, and I'm very, I'm very transparent with the guys on our team. And I, thought our, I thought our defensive front played well. I think they can play better, and I, and I told them that. I, I really think that we can be more dominant. Um, I, we can be more disruptive. I think, I think Coburn's a great example of it. I think he can cut it loose even more knowing, hey, we've got a great rotation. Uh, like a guy like Coburn, I think, played 25 plays Saturday, so let's make those 25 great. Knowing you got Sweat right behind you who had two tackles, a half, of a, uh, half a TFL, 
that he's a very functional player. You got Ojimo, you got Byron Murphy, who I think played upwards of 20-something plays in the game. So this is a this is a talented group that we just want to make sure those guys are cutting it loose every chance they get when they're on the field. Yeah, got Jet Bush out on the field. He made an impact. He had Vernon Broughton playing too. Exactly right. You know, Jet Bush had the sack. Vernon Broughton played. Um, you know, so I think more guys, the better. But those guys, when they play, we need them to play well, and that's that's the that's the key to the drill. And I think we'll keep moving in that direction after this game when they see what we're talking about. You know, it's not practice; it's a game. Here's what we're here's what we're emphasizing. Here's why we're emphasizing. Here's a great example of it. So hopefully, that's the, those teachable moments that it's not just for myself, but four other guys can learn from me. I know the answer to this varies on who you're playing, uh, the type of offense that you're playing. But do you have in mind a general idea? You mentioned Keandre playing 25 snaps. Where your guys, how many you like in your rotation, the number of snaps per guy based on their talent level, their experience, and what you're dealing with on the uh, opposition. Yeah, a lot of it for us depends on the personnel groupings that we get faced with. Um, And obviously the weather was an issue, right? I mean, we, we we had to roll them pretty good. Um, but if you're if you're rotating, you know, four to five interior defensive linemen uh, and, you know, about four edge guys, you're in a really good spot. You know, you start adding those numbers up. That's almost 10 guys that are playing four positions. I mean, that that's that's pretty good position to be in that you're basically playing with a two deep all of the time. And we have the capability to do that up front. That that that, that goes without saying. That's why I've, I've raved about this position group on our team because of the depth and the quality of depth that we have, which which is the key. All right, we have more coming up here from Pluckers, the West Campus location here in Austin. Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark continues in a moment. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. I'm Tiffany DeSico, CEO of Dermlogic. Dermlogic has been providing facility and home disinfection for the last eight years. We use hospital-grade disinfectants and the latest in electrostatic technology, along with an antimicrobial solution that will protect surfaces from future bacteria for up to 90 days. Now, more than ever, it is important that we maintain a clean, safe work and home environment. Dermlogic is working daily to combat the threat of COVID-19. Call today, 512-288-1007. Everyone knows that Pluckers is not only the best place for chicken wings in Austin, but also the best place to watch football. When USA Today names you one of the top 10 wing restaurants in America, you tend to be very busy. Our friends at Pluckers understand, especially with COVID, that no one wants to wait in line to get a table. So download the Pluckers Club app and virtually save your place in line. Prefer to eat Pluckers at home? Pluckers offers online ordering for pickup and delivery through DoorDash. Visit Pluckers.com for details at Pluckers. If you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. The Longhorns know the game of football is about strength, speed, and efficiency. So to be able to make the right moves on the field, Texas Athletics uses RICO off the field. RICO connects technology, processes, and people so the Longhorns can focus on forward. RICO is a proud sponsor and business technology provider of University of Texas Athletics. RICO, imagine change. 
from the shotgun on second and five from the seven. Turns, hands again to Robinson. Bijan started right to the middle, to the goal line. Touchdown, Texas. Bijan Robinson. Stutter step, started right, and drove it right up the middle and across for the score. We welcome you back with Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark from Pluckers, the West Campus location here in Austin and presented by the Texas Lottery. If there was going to be one uh, known factor that folks probably could have expected to see that definitely manifested itself on Saturday, I think it was seeing B. John Robinson get off to a really good start. He really did. Um, you know, he kind of kick-started us after that first drive and we kind of stumbled around. Um, he kind of got us going. He popped the one run. And then obviously, uh, you know, had the touchdown catch right there, which, um, you know, to go back to something we were talking about earlier, you know, we, we were trying to explain to the guys, okay, we're going to we're going to run this shift then we're going to we're going to motion the back and there's a pretty good chance you're not going to get covered. I don't think they really believed it. And then Bijan scores and he walked off because you just you told me I was going to be wide open. I said, well, that's good. Trust me. Just keep <laughs> trusting me, man. Just keep just keep running what we're doing. But he had a heck of a game. And and talking to him post game, he. Uh, he's always one of the first to bring along his other guys, talking about Roshan, talking about Keelan and the contributions they made. He said, it's our brotherhood. And, and he was really, he said he was really proud of the contributions those two made. Really did, because when you, when you look at all, all three of those guys, when you start tallying up the number of carries, the catches out of the backfield, uh, they, had a, they had a really big role in this game. And, um, you know, Keelan's been a great addition for us, you know, being a transfer from Alabama. Roshan was a captain Saturday, which should tell you a lot about how we feel about him and where he's at, and then obviously Bijan. So those three guys are, you know, for us to go the way we want to go this season, they need to be an integral part week in and week out. That that can't be a one-time thing. We need them to be very involved in what we're doing. No doubt when you first came on board, you were looking back at, at – uh... At, at film, at tape from from these guys, from what they did last year. So I'm sure you saw that that crazy uh, landing on his head and back thing that happened in Lubbock to Bijan. And then the other day, he's kind of doing the splits on it. You, you wonder about a guy, the elasticity of a guy like that to to be able to have his body contort like that and then get up and go back to work. I'm gonna say I'm somewhere in the middle. I can't do what he just did. I can't do those splits <laughs> or land on my head and be okay. And I could never use that vocabulary of elasticity. I'll, I'll tell you that either. So I'm kind of that guy in the middle. Hopefully, but but no, I, I, I mean, incredible. All these kids are. You know, I mean, when you think about all the work they do on their body, um, whether it's lifting, stretching, running, um, Pilates, yoga. I mean, there's so much eating right, sleeping right. I mean, there's so much that goes into it goes all the way back to why we want to embrace the moment we only get so many game days in football you know this isn't baseball or basketball where you're playing 30 40 50 games we get 14 all year and so we got to make sure that we enjoy it when we get there because we put in these guys put in too much work to not enjoy that moment and so for them to have that in their opener here saturday was, was really cool toward that end the nutrition the sports science the conditioning which is just vastly different than even a few years ago let alone say back when you played at BYU or even uh, in the time in between the 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 leaps and bounds that sports nutrition and sports science have made uh, it, it it's been really interesting to watch how these guys then have to adopt that and adapt that to their own personal growth well without a doubt you know we I had a long talk with the team about this um, probably about a week or so into camp you know, we are investing all that we can invest into them personally, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, schematically, 
fundamentally, I mean, in every avenue, nutrition, I mean, you, you, you hit on them all. But the only way all that's going to really work for you as an individual player is if you invest in yourself. Because at some point, you're walking out of our complex and you've got the next 12 hours to yourself. And so if, if you're not committed to that investment, then all the work that, that we're putting into you is really for naught, you know? And I think more and more kind of our guys are starting to understand the value in taking care of themselves so that when we take care of them on our end, man, that's a win-win. And that's when you've got a really, you know, fine-tuned player ready to go, ready to go get after it every Saturday. And they're ready to go after it and get after it in the tank and have a good meal, right? They that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that works too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, coming up, we'll get to some of your questions as well from here inside the restaurant. want to remind uh, Longhorn fans to come support the Longhorns this Texas OU weekend starting Friday, October 8th at the 33rd annual Get Teed Off at OU Golf Tournament to the Bash Before the Clash and the Tailgate at the Fairgrounds. Round up your Longhorn friends and don't miss out. Go to DallasTexasXS.org for more information. Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark, presented by the Texas Otter. We'll continue from here in Pluckers on the Longhorn Network and the Longhorn Radio Network from Learfield. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s, like go back to college, learn to skateboard. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. At aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a free three-minute chat with the friendly digital retirement coach, Avo, and receive personalized tips to help boost your savings. Start chatting with Avo today at aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. This is Longhorn Weekly. We've got more coming up after we pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Texas Longhorn Radio Network from Learfield. Hey, Coach, what drew you to the University of Texas? 
We uh, thank our friends at Academy Sports and Outdoors for that question. So it's a simple question, but it probably brings about a complex answer. What drew you to the University of Texas? How long is the show? <laughs> I said, it's a little <laughs> complex, right? <laughs> you know, I, I think this, you know, um, two years ago I had a pretty good idea that I was going to get an opportunity to be a head coach again. And, you know, what? I really only wanted to go somewhere I felt like I could win and win a national championship and, and retire at. And so when opportunities came, it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. And, um, you know, I got the call from, from CDC and, and President Hartzell. Um, I just got off the phone and talked to my wife and just said, hey, what, you know, this is this University of Texas. What do you think? And it didn't take long before we said, yeah, let, let's, you know, that's the job. Let's go do this and let's go get it. And ultimately it came down to history and tradition. Amazing here, right? First-class academics, amazing. Support, donors, donors, alumni, support. Um, the city of Austin. I mean, all of a sudden you started adding them up and it was like, why wouldn't you? I'll, I'll drive. What time do I need to be there? You know, it was like, let's let's go do this. I want to uh, thank Academy Sports and Outdoors for that question. Remember, fans, Academy Sports and Outdoors is the official sporting goods and outdoor retailer of the Big 12 Conference. So thank you for that question for the team at Academy Sports and Outdoors. Toward that end, to follow up on this, uh, Mike with a question uh, one, wants to know, and you kind of touched on this, how good did it feel to see fans in the stands again on Saturday? It felt great. Um, you know, I, I don't, you know, I try to practice what I preach, so I took it in too. You know, I took a moment. Um, you know, we, we came on the field, you could just feel the buzz, you know, you kind of that, that you know, your, your skin kind of stands up there for a minute, and then I get to the sidelines, and there's Ricky Williams, and it was like, this is unbelievable, right? I'm in, I'm in DKR, they just named the field after this guy in Earl Campbell, and I'm meeting him for the first time, and boom, the ball's kicked off. So, <laughs> It, it was amazing. It was electric. Um, I know it was hot for a lot of people, and, and I appreciate everybody for sticking it out, and we definitely felt their support. Toward that end, across with a question, it's just a great win. Uh, other than the win itself, did you have a favorite part of your first game day environment on the uh, 40 acres? And uh, uh, what, what, did you, did you, what kind of words did you have for your guys as they got ready to take the field? Well, I think, you know, football's unique. There's there's kind of nothing like running onto the field. Um, I, I know it sounds a little just so old school, but it's like, okay, we're, we're going into battle. Like, here we come. We're in the arena. We're getting ready to battle. And to feel that support, there's nothing like that, that, you know, no other sport can provide that the way football does. And so you always remember those moments. But uh, my, my favorite moment was – shoot there was zeros on the clock and and we won you know and, and you get to go shake hands because either way win or lose you got to go shake hands with the guy on the other sidelines and i'm gonna tell you something it's a lot more fun to shake hands when you win than when you don't and so i got, I got to win saturday and so that that was a cool moment uh philip uh, asking are there a couple of takeaways that you might have picked up uh that have helped you as the longhorns head coach today from your time at Washington, USC, and Alabama? Well, I think, one, you, you know, the, the, probably the biggest thing is you, you got to trust your preparation, right? We, we put in a lot of work. We put in a lot of hours. We've got a great coaching staff. Uh, I believe in those guys. And so, A, we trust our preparation. But, B, you have to be willing to make the adjustments. And football is about adjustments. And you got to have um, – 
the people on your staff that have the ability to make adjustments and then have the ability to convey that to the players. And so those are probably the two things. One is you got to trust the preparation you put in, but two, you got to be willing to make those necessary adjustments in game that give your players the best chance to be successful. All right, uh, coming up, we'll have some more questions from you, the fans, as we continue here from Pluckers, the West Campus location. Hey, want to remind you to register free at texasports.com slash Texas Farm Bureau for your chance to win tickets to home games all season and to be entered to win a grand prize trip for two to the Longhorns Bowl game courtesy of Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. That's texasports.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. Good luck. Longhorn Weekly with head coach Steve Sarkeesian. From here... At Pluckers, the West Campus location, and presented by the Texas Lottery, continues in a moment. Let's face it, 2021 has been a rough year, but guess what? Football's back, and when I think of football, I think of Pluckers. Not only are the dining rooms of Pluckers' seven Austin area locations open, but Pluckers has some of the best takeout in the game. You can also order Pluckers on DoorDash so you never have to miss a minute of the game or get off of your couch. Visit Pluckers.com and place your online order for pickup or place a delivery through DoorDash. At Pluckers, if you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. New Plaza, plus New York and Rio now offer 1,300 non-smoking games. Head to the Windstar Golf Club and Academy with two championship 18-hole courses. And remember, the 19th hole at Windstar is the biggest casino in the world. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance wants you to hook them all season long and is giving away tickets to every Longhorns football home game this season. And one lucky fan will win a grand prize trip for two to the Longhorns Bowl game, including airfare, hotel, game tickets, and more. Register free at texasports.com slash Texas Farm Bureau for your chance to win a pair of tickets to an upcoming home game and be entered to win the grand prize. That's texasports.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. Good luck from Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. As a jackpot hunter, I know that scratching sound could lead us to a jackpot. Today I'm following the jackpot scratch tickets from the Texas Lottery. They have top prizes from $5,000 up to $1 million that you could win in an instant just by scratching. And you don't need to hunt for yours. Just visit your nearest retailer today. Well, that's a lot easier. For detailed game odds and information, visit TexasLottery.com or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket. Play responsibly. Short side of the field, a double tight end set with Gunner Helm and Kate Brewer. Roshan Johnson offset to the right side of Hudson Carr. Third down and goal. And his card, zone read keeper, in for the touchdown. Hudson Carr has his first rushing touchdown as a Texas Longhorn. Second down and five. Quickly the line of scrimmage. Thompson the snap. Swings it out right side of Whittington. Jordan's got to make a man miss. Does. Inside the 10. To the five. Touchdown, Texas. Jordan Whittington. Had to make one guy miss. He did. And then finished it into the end zone. A 14-yard catch and run for the Texas touchdown. We welcome you back to Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark from here. Pluckers, the West Campus location here in Austin and presented by the Texas Lotter. A couple other offensive weapons. We haven't even gotten the chance to talk about uh, the play of your quarterback, of, of Hudson Card and also of Jordan Whittington, each of whom had really good games on Saturday. They really did. And, uh, you know, I was happy for both of them. Obviously, Hudson making his first career start. Um, 
and really played composed football. You know, made had some really winning plays for us, especially on third down and in the red area. Uh, and then Jordan Whittington, we all know kind of, you know, his story and the injuries he's he's had to overcome to get to this point. Uh, and what an integral part to the game. You know, the, the third down conversions, the, the, the explosive plays he's made. Uh, those two guys, I was, I was really, really just happy for them. You know, ultimately it was beneficial for us, but happy for those two guys because those are big moments for both of them. When we visited with Jordan, he said, I can laugh about it now. He said, but it's nice to be able to get through a season opener all the way through the game healthy, yeah. he said, which I'd never been able to do before. Pretty unbelievable. And I think he wanted to keep going. He wanted, he just wanted to keep playing, just being out there and, and having, a, having a blast with, it, with his brothers and doing his thing, you know, and that's what he came here to do. And now he's finally getting that opportunity. I know he's enjoying it. And you also, I know, were pleased with Casey's work when he came in and played. I really was. You know, that, that, was, a, that was a huge point to me. I said this all along going into the game. Casey was going to play in this game. And at exactly when I didn't know, there's going to be a feel factor. And, um, you know, I was kind of watching the time and the score and everything and the momentum of the game. And, um, you know, that was a big drive that he had, uh, you know, at the start of the third quarter into the fourth quarter to put seven on the board to really extend the lead and then got three more. So, you know, getting three quality drives under his belt, I think, was big for him. And like I said all along, we're going to need both these guys at some point this season to, to win a championship. And uh, it was great to have Casey do what he did. Uh, some more questions from here at Pluckers. Nick uh, wanting to know, are there some major differences that you've noticed or what differences might be between what folks around here refer to as Longhorn Nation and the Alabama culture? And what uh, uh, appeals to you most about Longhorn Nation? Well, I think, you know, the, the beauty of both places, and I, you know, I've, I say this a lot, they love football. And they love their school's football. And um, Longhorn Nation has been amazing. I don't know many schools that could have done what we did Saturday in those conditions. I mean, it was hot. I don't know what they shot the field at, field level, but it was well over 100 degrees. And uh, for Longhorn Nation to be there supporting us till the end, that wasn't like, hey, let's get out of here with eight minutes to go. They were there till the end, and uh, that, that was – Really impressive, and I know our players really appreciate it as well. Uh, this is uh, from uh, uh, the guy we know as Bevo Lance, Jason, and, uh, and and Christian. He says this is very important. Do you believe that pineapple belongs on a pizza? Only if it's paired with Canadian bacon. So there you go. <laughs> and a quick ready response. Do you have a favorite type of pizza that you like? Nah, I mean, I, I, not, nothing really favorite. I like pizza, yeah, which is, you know, right, right. a bit of a problem. <laughs> but but I do I do like pizza. But, uh, you know, I eat it all. Hey, yeah. look at me. I'll eat anything. Which leads to the question from Eric. He wanted to know how much you weigh, but he said, but the main reason is he wanted to know if you've arm wrestled before. Do you arm wrestle? I try to I try to steer clear of both those. A giving away my weight and, and B arm wrestling. You know, my my arm my arm is is delicate from all the passes, so I got I got to take care of it. Uh, we talked about uh, the uh, the the play of your offensive line, the running backs, the quarterbacks, and a little bit about Jordan Whittington. What about the rest of your receivers and how how you thought they did? I thought they played well. You know, I know Josh Moore unfortunately just had a couple missed ops you know yep. we took a couple shots at him down the field the and you said you're going to plan on yeah. doing that you'll take shots yeah we, we missed a couple with him which is okay that, that you know like i told him i said hey you're going to get more opportunities and tonight was wits night 
next Saturday, we're, it might not be yours. You, you never know. Uh, I thought it was great for Xavier Worthy to catch his deep ball, uh, backed up scenario, also get the punt return. We also missed him on a deep ball shot on a post route later. So uh, it was good to get those guys opportunities. I thought Marcus Washington, when he went in the game, played really well. He plays great on special teams, played really well. I know he didn't. Everybody looks at receivers with catches. We look at the totality of the work, and he, he had a huge play on, on Jordan Whittington's touchdown. He blocked the corner basically out of bounds so Witt could make one guy miss and score. So we ask a lot of the guys at that position. Uh, we're going to need more of them to grow and, and they, to get their opportunities to take advantage of them. Hopefully Calvante Dixon, we can get him going this week as well. Uh, and I know Troy O'Meary is chomping at the bit that, that we can get him healthy and get him back on the field. Same thing with just tight ends. I know Jared Wiley's hoping to be able to get back in some more. He's been banged up and limited a little bit. But uh, Cade Brewer really did a nice job for you. And it was good to see Gunnar Helm get out there. Cade Brewer's a steady Eddie. You know, he's a real leader. He's a real glue on our offense and um, just provides a, a lot of just calming leadership. And his approach to it has been really good. And I think he's really good for Gunnar Helm. Gunnar Helm played quite a bit as a true freshman in that game. The moment wasn't too big for him. Um, here comes a new challenge this weekend to get him ready for. And then obviously, and then even getting, you know, JT Sanders going there in the fourth quarter. So opportunities are going to still come be coming for these young guys. All right. Up next, we'll take a look at the opponent for Saturday night, the Arkansas Razorbacks. When Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark continues here from Pluckers, the West Campus location in Austin. Presented by the Texas Lottery, seen by those of you watching on the Longhorn Network and heard on the Longhorn Radio Network from Learfield. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for Greatest of All Time, as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're not too cool for me. And in return, I reciprocate that sentiment. I'll never be too cool for you. I was a man with a plan, but now I'm a dad with a decree, and you can't take that from me. Please let it be noted that I told my job they can dock my pay. Right now, it's just too important to take you to school every day. I want to be legendary for you. I want you to puff out your chest when you go to school the same way I do. I walk taller because of you, because I found everything to live for. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and experiences connect through conversation, and it feels good. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together. Start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. We welcome you back to Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark from here at Pluckers, 
the West Campus location here in Austin, presented by the Texas Lottery. You get ready to take on the Arkansas Razorbacks, a team uh, that had some stumbles early. They got down 17-7 to to Rice, but I think it's as much a statement about what they did from that point forward, being able to flip the script and turn it around and score 31 unanswered points to win that ball game. Yeah, they, they really did. And, um, you know, the first games are scary. You know, you never really know. You're breaking in a new quarterback. You're, uh, you know, I don't know, if new schemes. What All these things tie together. You never really know. That's what scares us as coaches so much about the first game. But they did overcome. I give Rice a lot of credit. They were battling. They were playing hard. But it was a heck of a game that uh, Arkansas obviously pulled away in. By, by the way, I guess because that's your next two opponents, you kind of get a little double benefit being, from being able to see Rice against Arkansas as well as Arkansas against Rice. That's right. Uh, that's exactly right. And uh, like I said, Rice played hard. And they had chances in the game. Uh, to, to Arkansas's credit, they kind of just hung in there, stuck to what they are and who they are. And uh, it ultimately the dam kind of broke and they started punching the ball in the end zone. Uh, let me get your thoughts on K.J. Jefferson, their quarterback, and their running back, Traylon Smith. Well, I think the one thing to note about Arkansas, first of all, just in general, this is a big physical football team. Uh, they're big on both sides of the ball up front. Uh, they're obviously big at quarterback, K.J. Jefferson, 6'3", 245. Uh, these guys believe in running the ball, but they go really fast. And so the, most people, they think no huddle, go fast offense. It's throw it around the, throw it around the yard. That's not Arkansas. They, they spread you out to run it, and they're going to run the ball, whether it's with, with Smith or with Jefferson behind this big offensive line, uh, and they try to wear you down, which is what happened to Rice last week. Yeah, and, and that was one thing we heard Sam Pittman talk about. He said, I think eventually we were able to wear him down. And when you look across that front, 323, 305, 310, 315, 330, like you said, that's some big physical guys. It really is, and then not to mention even at wide receiver. Yep. I think the Burks kid is 6'3", yep. 225. You know, the Morris kid is 6'1", 205. The tight end is 6'4", 265. This is a big football team. Uh, they're built like an SEC team is built. Um, and so we know this is going to be a physical game for us on both sides. Uh, and then on the defensive side uh, of the football, I know some things that uh, they, they won't get bumper pulled back until the second half of the game because of a targeting call. But I know you you felt that he's a really good well, ball player. And they have Grant Morgan back now. And they've got some good linebackers and good linemen. Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the, the strength of this team is down the middle. Um, you know, Grant Morgan's a heck of a player at inside linebacker. Uh, Jalen Catalan is a tremendous player at safety. Bumper Pool's a great player at the other inside linebacker spot. So the strength of this team is down the middle. Uh, I think they, they rely on those three guys to make a lot of the plays for them, and that's not to take away anything from everybody else. They're good up front. They've got some transfers and, and guys that have come into the program. I think they've got three different transfers that are starting up front for them. Um, so they look different than they looked a year ago. Uh, so they're better up front. They got three really good playmakers down the middle of their defense. Uh, and they're co really well coached. Coach Barry Odom's a tremendous defensive coordinator, former head coach at Missouri. Makes really good adjustments from week to week. Um, so we're going to have to be prepared for anything that could be new and then new things that happen in-game because he's not just going to stand still. He's going to make the adjustments based off of what you're doing. So it'll be a good task for us as coaches, and it's going to be a really good task for our players. All right, uh, coming up, we'll be back with a few final notes, and we'll wrap up this week's edition of Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark, presented by the Texas Lottery from here at Pluckers, the West Campus location here in Austin, where we continue in a moment. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. 
Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance wants you to hook them all season long and is giving away tickets to every Longhorns football home game this season. And one lucky fan will win a grand prize trip for two to the Longhorns Bowl game, including airfare, hotel, game tickets, and more. Register free at texasports.com slash Texas Farm Bureau for your chance to win a pair of tickets to an upcoming home game and be entered to win the grand prize. That's texasports.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. Good luck from Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. As a jackpot hunter, I know that scratching sound could lead us to a jackpot. Today I'm following the jackpot scratch tickets from the Texas Lottery. They have top prizes from $5,000 up to $1 million that you could win in an instant just by scratching. And you don't need to hunt for yours. Just visit your nearest retailer today. Well, that's a lot easier. For detailed game odds and information, visit TexasLottery.com or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket. Play responsibly. Time since you had a good time, here's what you gotta do. Get to Wingstar. There's 500 of your favorite games in a spacious new plaza. Plus, New York and Rio now offer 1,300 non-smoking games. Head to the Wingstar Golf Club and Academy with two championship 18-hole courses. And remember, the 19th hole at Wingstar is the biggest casino in the world. Shotgun snap, under pressure, big sack, Ovi Agofu, and he brings down Levi Lewis for a loss of six. Back here at Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark. We talked about Ovi Agofu uh, earlier, and uh, what a difference maker he can be for your defense this season. Really, you know, the versatility he brings um, is is critical. You know, he can he can play in our base defensive package. He can play in our nickel package. He can rush the passer. He can play off the ball. Uh, and he plays with great effort, you know, and he does things the right way. So he's he's been a really good addition for us coming from Notre Dame. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on uh, and let folks know, now it's a different environment, not only because it's a different opponent and a good po- opponent, an SEC opponent, but your first road trip of the year and, and getting everybody managed and transported and all those other things that you normally don't deal with for a home game. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think the, the first thing that comes to mind for, for everybody is playing on the road, hostile environment, crowd noise at night, which it's going to be. All those things are, they are what they are, and, and we're prepping for those things in, in practice and, and whatnot. But there's the whole other side of travel, different hotel, you know, timing, um, and we're a big routine-oriented operation, and so we're now we got to create that routine for our players to make sure that they're in a space that's comfortable and knowing that what we're doing for them is the right thing to be doing. So that come six o'clock in Fayetteville, and the crowd's going to be going crazy, and the offense takes the field that we're in a good space and comfortable in the arena, so that we can perform at the highest level. And, and that's where you know outstanding staff and your coaching staff, and then your support staff and operation staff. They all become really crucial when you get on the road, don't they? It, they really do. Um, you know, the, the football football is an emotional sport. I, I recognize that. And, and we need to play with emotion. We just don't want to play emotional. And 
when you get on the road sometimes as a, as a, as a visitor in a rival-type game and, and big crowd, you can start to get emotional whether you're the ones playing on the field or sometimes even the staff off the field. And I think that's one of the benefits we have. We've got a really experienced coaching staff who have been in a lot of fires before. And I think that we'll be a, uh, we'll be a real calming force for our players. Um, you know, we need to exude poise and composure so that when we're on the field, our players exude poise and composure. And that's, that's one of the keys to the drill and, and making sure that we all understand we're in it together. Um, you know, I'm sure we're going to have a, a contingent there supporting us, but the reality of it is, you know, we're all we got against what's in that stadium. But, but the re- also, I know we're all we need. You know, the, the guys that are on this trip are going to be the ones that are going to be needed to get this win. And uh, we've talked about the fact that it was, it was an old Southwest Conference rivalry, so there is uh, that going into it a little bit, and maybe a preview of the things to come with the, you know, the move ahead to the SEC. Yeah, I think it's you know, from a rival standpoint and in all that, I, I think it's awesome. You know, I know a lot of people are going to the game. I know they're, you know, the University of Arkansas is making a big deal out of this from from a sellout, and uh, I think they're doing their striped stands or something and all that. That's the beauty of college football, man. That's that's why we love what we get to do. It should be a great environment and a great game. All right. We'll look forward to seeing you there at Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium in Fayetteville. If you can't make it, obviously you can catch it here on the Longhorn Radio Network from Learfield. 5 o'clock is our time Saturday afternoon. The kickoff from Fayetteville at 6 o'clock. For Coach Sark, I'm Craig Way. We thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week here at Pluckers on Longhorn Weekly. Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark has been brought to you by Pluckers Wing Bar. If you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. Windstar World Casino and Resort, it's always a good time. Rico Technology, empowering Texas athletics to focus on forward. Rico, imagine change. The University Co-op, get ready for game day and support student success at UT Austin by shopping at the Co-op. Texas Lottery, Longhorn fans, play the Texas Lottery today. The Texas Lottery proudly supports Texas education and veterans. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Longhorn Radio Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.